Hello and welcome to episode 15 of OVS Orbit, the podcast for Open vSwitch users and developers. I'm your host, Ben Pfaff. This episode is taking a break from the APSYS 2016 talks that I've been covering. I'm talking to Yoshihiro Nakajima from NTT, who I met at the ONF's Member Workdays event a few days ago. He was presenting Lagopus, an open source software switch that NTT has been developing since 2013. I screwed up the recording for this one. Somehow I failed to start recording at the beginning of the interview, and I only caught that once we were well into the discussion. We looped back after we finished the discussion, and I edited it to flip around the order, so it should probably sound okay anyway. This recording screw-up reminds me of how much of the most interesting discussion material in interviews is intentionally off-mic. I think that has something to do with how people are more relaxed and feel more free to say, oh, I don't know, uh, potentially controversial things when they're not being recorded. This was my first interview with an author of another software switch, and I was impressed with the amount of common cause I felt with Yoshihiro. I'm starting to think that the authors of software switches need to get together and advocate for common causes with various organizations. If you look at ONF, for example, then the members tend to represent hardware switching companies much more than software ones, because there are a lot more hardware switch-based companies and manufacturers than software ones out there, and they have a lot of money behind it, and that tends to tilt the design of protocols and so on a lot more toward the hardware manufacturers. I do my best, when I'm involved in these things, to advocate for software, but I'm only one person, and I only represent one switch, and there aren't a whole lot more software people involved in this kind of standardization. If we had more consistent representation, then maybe we'd end up with results that are better for software switches. Other off-mic discussion that Yoshihiro and I had is that it's kind of a blessing and a curse at the same time to have a large number of users. Open vSwitch is pretty mature and has a fairly large number of users, which is, of course, nice. But on the other hand, it makes it really hard to change things, because if we make changes that break any kind of backward compatibility, then a lot of those users might just decide to leave, or they might stick with an older version. Whereas, if you're building a project that's fairly new and doesn't have a large number of users yet, then it's harder to get feedback, but on the other hand, you can do bold experiments, and you can make breaking changes because it won't disturb your user base very much. So in some ways, I'm envious of Logopus because they have a lot more opportunity to do exciting things without having to do a lot of work to maintain heavy backward compatibility. On to the interview. Hello everyone, I'm talking to Yoshihiro Nakajima of NTT's Network Innovation Laboratories. I met him a few days ago at the ONF Member Workdays where he gave a presentation on Lagopus, which is an OpenFlow compatible open source uh, software switch, sort of like OpenV switch in a way. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself or about the basics of Lagopus? Lagopass is designed for the high-performance software uh, packet processing on top of the x86 servers with uh, DPDK technologies. Our target is to support the large-scale network or uh, large-scale routing information. We try to leverage the state of the technology for related to the networking. I.O. and uh, lookup. Also, we can use the power of the multi-core CPUs to accelerate the performance. Also, uh, we provide the many match action for the carrier preferred uh, protocols such as MPLS, PBB, uh, Mac in Mac. And uh, we have extended our uh, OpenFlow uh, capability for the uh, tunnel protocol handling. It's a very general way. By general, do you mean that there's some systematic way to define a, a tunnel processing? Yeah, yeah. 
So you can uh, encap, decap as you want for the BXN, IP, Ethernet, uh, as well as a GTP, GRE. So is all of that handled through actions? Yes. And uh, usually we found that the, the challenge for L2 and L3 tunnels is uh, how, how do you get the MAC address of the, the destination? So what, what kind of a approach do you use in Lagopost? Yeah, that is a good question because the handling of the MAC address and app and the ICMP is a headache for the uh, development of the OpenFlow controllers. Of course, we tried to offload such kind of processing to the OS network stack. That might be the one of the solution to handle such kind of autonomous protocol. So in other words, to let the uh, the, the kernel uh, that you're running on do protocols like ARM. Yeah, yeah. That is certainly how uh, OpenVSwitch does it in, in the cases where it's uh, running on top of the kernel. So. I can understand why you would want to do that. You talk about how Lagopus is performance-oriented. So what kind of an approach do you use to achieving high performance? OVS uses multiple layers of caching. What's your basic approach? Of course, we leverage the cache, flow cache mechanism to bypass the whole packet lookup and processing with multi-table configurations. And also, we uh, provide the uh, many technique that proposed by uh, the existing research, like uh, flow lookup optimization and uh, some lookup mechanism to accelerate the performance. Like uh, we search the most preferred bit area fast. Yeah, that means the, we manage the flow entry and uh, we try to search the most referred uh, header type. And uh, actually the existing, the naive implementation of the open flow lookup, uh, the first, uh, the lookup mechanism try to find the Ethernet IP and so on. And uh, if the many uh, flow entry try to look up the IP table, so we, our technique is to find the IP headed first. Are, are you, you talking about how you search a, a single open flow table or how you search a sequence of them? I, I'm, I'm not quite uh, following you. Uh, it depends on the uh, configurations. Okay. And uh, in the multi-core, uh, multi-tables configuration, the each table needs a lookup. And uh, in the each table, so we can optimize the lookup uh, way. Okay, so you separately optimize the yeah, lookup of, yeah, of each yeah. table. Yeah. So when a when a packet comes in, does it pass through each table, or is yeah. there a, a is there a high level mechanism to optimize the lookup of several tables? Yeah, we proceed uh, all of the flow uh, table. In the applications that that you that you tend to to see, uh, how, how many tables is typical for uh, for a packet to to pass through? Yeah, maybe in the uh, future work, uh, the JIT type, just in time, uh, compiler type, yeah, yeah uh, flow optimization will be introduced. Oh, of yeah. course, it becomes important as you have yeah, more and more yeah. tables. Does that mean that the applications you're seeing tend to have a, a fairly small number of tables for, for now? Yeah. 
Okay. And also, we leveraged the DPDK technology to accelerate the I.O. performance. And we can distribute the packet processing among the many cores. Finally, what do your typical target applications uh, tend to look like? Are they more like standalone appliances or uh, VM container workloads or, or something else? We have two targets. One is uh, high-performance routing or switching on uh, bare metal servers. Or uh, another uh, target is the uh, high-performance virtual switch for NFP. I suppose that NTT has a lot of NFE-type applications that, that they're looking at. Have you seen any of those start to go uh, toward, toward production? Yeah, we try to push the, our development for the real uh, deployment. But um, now it's a testing phase. That, that must be exciting that yeah. when people start to test things in uh, production or, or toward production, that's when you start getting uh, bug reports that, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that, that make people uh, um, really come and talk to you. Yes. And uh, uh, other user, uh, so our user um, tried to develop the product with uh, deep, uh, our Lagopa switch for the security appliances and uh, some use cases for virtual CPE. Having users is a, it, it's a, a blessing and a curse, Yeah, yeah. Is, is my experience. But you need them if you're going to continue doing exciting work. If you look at how OpenFlow started out, the idea was that if you look at how a network set up, then the, the idea was that it distributed systems are hard and that something like BGP is, is really difficult and it's much easier to have just one box in the center of your network that talks to everything. I guess the way I've always kind of looked at it is that a, a graph algorithm mm -hmm. that you run centrally mm -hmm. is, is easier to understand than a distributed algorithm that you run in a, a distributed fashion. So that, that was my impression of where SDN started out. And then uh, we've sort of seen this movement now and you're, uh, you're describing uh, Lagopus in the way that you, uh, the way you apply it, where the, the software switch and the, the controller are running on one node We've sort of moved back to something where we have a basically a smarter switch uh, that's then again part of a, a distributed environment, and we're we're doing that too to some extent in in OVN, and uh, where we have a software switch on a node, and then we have a controller on the node, and the the controller interacts with the other nodes through a, a central database rather than something like a, a a central controller. I find it interesting that. In a way, we've come full circle. We started out with distributed algorithms, moved to a central algorithm. Mm -hmm. Now it seems like we're kind of moving back to distributed <laughs> algorithms in some way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any comments on that, or uh, uh, do, do you agree with that, or do you have anything to add? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree. Yeah, because the so there are many uh, aspects of the network management for the time scale or geographically scale. In the upper layer management system, so they want to manage the virtual topology or more a kind of isolated network with uh, several policy. But uh, in such cases, so we don't care about the physical app or ICMP or routing or VLAN uh, numbers or 
Yeah. Right. We want to abstract things yeah, away yeah, from yeah. The, the physical environment. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, we want to realize a very local processing like uh, ARP or ICMP or very primitive protocol to be necessary for the virtual network should be located at the uh, nodes. Right. It's really inefficient to send all those packets to some something central. And like you said earlier, it sort of increases risk because then you have to figure out how to take that central node and, and uh, make sure that it's highly available and, and make sure that the network to it is uh, is always up and uh, yeah. running and so on. So uh, I, I, I kind of agree uh, that, that we need more local processing. I remember going to an ONF event of a few years ago and talking about something where it would add a little more local processing ability to OpenFlow. Uh -huh. And I remember someone basically jumping up and saying, that's not in the spirit of SDN. No, and, no. <laughs> uh, I, but I, I think I, I disagree that, uh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. SDN is, uh, is more than just doing OpenFlow at a, at a central location. Yeah, exactly, yes. Um, uh, so my opinion for the SDN is so uh, we want to control the switch without the CRI. Oh, I see. So it, it's more about moving away from the legacy ways of setting up your switches exactly. than about any particular uh, architecture to, yeah, yeah, to your yeah, network. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, a good viewpoint, too. Uh, I, I think that most people, when you ask them to define SDN, they talk about separating the control plane and the data plane. I've, I've always found that to be a, a really vague definition. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that I can really point to uh, systems and, and say uh, whether it's SDN by that definition. Uh, I think the service will define the network. Uh, um, maybe you should elaborate. I, I, don't, I don't get that yet. In some use cases, um, if we want to provide a layer 3 networking, so there are some API to configure the switches. So maybe layer 3 include layer 2 handling and layer 3 uh, topology handling to the uh, switch node from the controller side. The idea of the uh, SDN merit is so we can define some API. Oh, I see. That in other words, you have uh, an API, a service that defines how the network yeah, yeah, works yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of a, a CLI or, yeah. or, or something like that. One of the things that we've been working on, maybe struggling with a little bit with OpenVSwitch over the last couple of years is adding uh, what we think of as, as higher level services to the network. So uh, by that, I mean things like a connection tracking firewall, mm -hmm. a NAT, uh, maybe some sort of uh, deep packet inspection kind of thing. And I wonder if you started thinking about how to do that sort of thing in, a, uh, in an OpenFlow or an SDN switch. OpenFlow switch cannot handle the state for uh, packet processing. And for the, some use cases like uh, firewall uh, with a stateful uh, firewall for the security reasons or uh, more efficient uh, packet handling in the uh, networking side. Uh, yeah, of course, we need uh, some extension for OpenFlow for the uh, uh, set of handling, but uh, the state hand state for handling does not match the match and action based manner. 
It, it's a it's a funny uh, it's a funny fit. Yeah, we've had some success in sort of fitting it in, but is it anything you've experimented or, or thought about yet? So we try to extend the our uh, software suite for the mobile network uh, system. But uh, in the GTP or GRE-based system, need the, uh, some for the our uh, use cases. We have to add the sequence to the packet. The sequence number. Yeah, and uh, sometimes it's difficult to handle <laughs> such. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, do, do you have an approach that you're satisfied with? Um. So that's why we moved to the another approach, especially for the tunnel protocol. Okay. Yeah, because the, some uh, tunnel protocol needs a session right. or a sequence. Uh, what, what kind of approach do you use now that, that fits that? Yeah, that is a discussion point of the, our uh, development side. We try to move the more abstracted tunnel handling API like create bearer or create tunnel and add the some uh, property uh, related to the policy or uh, some uh, routing option to the tunnel. So you you create some kind of a some kind of an object that's, yeah, that yeah. that can then be associated with the session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's kind of how we do it in Open vSwitch since we generally have a port associated with yeah, the, yeah, with the yeah. tunnel. Are you using ports for this concept, or have you? Do you have a, another concept that, that you're? Uh... First, that point is maybe uh, port base because the port is a fundamental identification of the flow. Right. You you don't have to invent a new concept in OpenFlow if you want no. to use a port. Yeah. Does Logopus have any features that you think that users of software switches or developers should learn from? Of course, uh, the yeah we use the uh, DPDK as a fundamental I/O libraries, and uh, that uh, allows the bypass of the Linux kernel or, or operating system kernel. But uh, in some use cases for the layer three and the layer two handling with the autonomous protocol, only DPDK application cannot handle the does not work with the uh, Linux kernel. We have a mechanism to add the tap interface corresponding to the uh, DPDK enabled ports. And uh, if some uh, escalation packet should be Linux kernel of the network stack, we can use the Linux kernel's functionality for the software switch. Oh, that makes sense. Is that what you, you mentioned earlier that you might use the Linux kernel for ARP? Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, the yeah. mechanism you'd use yeah, to feed yeah, packets yeah. in? Yeah. So that allows, so we don't have to write a ARP code or ICMP code anymore. Yeah. It, it's a lot of work to implement those yourself and they <laughs> cause a lot of trouble if you don't get yeah, it just yeah. right. <laughs> um, but, but on the other hand, uh, Sometimes, if you have your own implementation, it makes it it can make it easier to port to a, a another operating system or, or platform because yes. you don't have to rely on the same services. So we, uh, we we've sort of gone both ways in in some ways in Open vSwitch. Logopus is open source under the uh, Apache 2.0 license. What I've found in forming open source communities is that it's it's fairly difficult and uh, it can be a, a slow process. Do you see a, a community starting to form around uh, a Logopus? Actually, uh, we have opened 
our software since 2014. So uh, we have to collaborate with others with the open source uh, based system. But um, yeah, it's difficult to communicate with the other members to get involved to the our software switch uh, communities. Of course, uh, we try uh, we try to hard to contribute with others with many uh, ideas. But um, yeah, it's very difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to attract people to a new project. Do you get many I don't know bug fixers or contributions from outside your uh, your your research group? Have you started uh, seeing those? Um, not yet. Yeah, okay. yeah. Some uh, request or uh, extension we got, but uh, yeah, bit limited. Yeah, it, yeah, it's easy for people to send requests, but yeah. it takes a little more work for them to to send uh, improvements and and so on. Do you feel like there's a user community starting to build up? It that can be really hard to even tell for an open source project because you you don't know who who's downloading it and who's who's using it. Do you hear reports from users? Yes, of course. Yeah, uh, kindly many uh, users uh, inform me the some idea for the their own product. Yeah, we are very excited to hear the voices from the our users. Yeah, maybe the next step. I, I hope that uh, they uh, every uh, user try to give us uh, some pull request or some requirement or, and. Uh, bug report to the uh, our community site. It always feels good when you start hearing from users. It, to, to me, it always it always feels good to to know that people are uh, trying out the things that I'm producing. Do you find or do you have a suspicion whether the community that's forming around it do you think it's centered around Japan or do you think it's a worldwide group or what what's your suspicion? Um, yeah, we try to be a worldwide community, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm in the Japan, and uh, and so there are many uh, barrier, language barriers, and uh, location barriers, and um, yeah, it's difficult to <laughs> communicate with uh, United States engineers as well as uh, European uh, engineers. So we. As a first point, we try to engage the uh, Asian people to use the, our software switch. I, I see that you have documentation available in, in Japanese. Do you think that that does that increase the accessibility to the uh, to the Japanese community? Unfortunately, uh, I always present our uh, project in. Uh, Japanese in Japan, but uh, we try to write a uh, English document for the many users in the Asia and uh, as well as the uh, United States. It's a very hard to. <laughs> well, it's yeah. impossible to please everyone. What's the next step for Lagopus? What are you What are you working on? So we are working on the uh, high performance software router, routing system, providing the uh, flexible switch control API. Okay, so when you say a switch control API, you, you mean something uh, higher level than OpenFlow? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's an example? For example, uh, recently many network engineers are interested in YAM model and they want to control the network with the YAM model. 
because there are uh, many ways to configure the switches or routing system. So they want to unify the control API through the YAM model. So we try to provide uh, such, uh, such. Yeah. Are you defining a particular Yang model for controlling Logopus or? Yeah, you... yeah, yeah. And also we try to provide the flexible pipelining system. And so that fit the user defined YAM model. And also we provide the, some uh, RPC mechanism to configure the switch from the YAM model. Okay. So there's not just a particular Yang model, but the users can define their own? Yeah. So how does that get translated into something that the switch can, can act on? Yeah, that is a big question. Uh, so we try to define or uh, figure out the, what, what API is better than controlling the switch by implementing our own switch. Okay, that sounds like a research project in itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, what, what's the best place for people to find out more about Lagopus? Uh, please uh, Google the Lagopus. You, you can find some uh, website or GitHub site. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll provide some links in the, yeah, yeah. In the show notes. Thanks a lot for, for talking to me. Yeah, thank you. OVS Orbit is edited and produced by Ben Pfaff using Audacity audio editing software and released under the Creative Commons unported 3.0 license. The intro music in this episode is Drive by Alex Barroza, the bumper is Yeah Ant by Spec, and the outro is Space Bazooka by Kirkoid. All of the music is also licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. For more information about OpenVSwitch and OVS Orbit, please visit openvswitch.org.